The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. As spiritual seekers, we often receive guidance on which path to follow. This might be necessary for some time, but as we move along, we need to trust our heart and become our own guide. Welcome to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us, a place where we can listen to everyone's heart. Your companion on the journey is Jill Asselin. Come join us now on this path of inner exploration. Here is your host, Jill Asselin. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, good evening. Bonsoir à ceux qui écoutent depuis un pays francophone. This is Gilles again. Uh, it's been a long time, so to speak. I mean, a long time for a solo show. Uh, I think the last one was about four weeks ago, sometime in July. So it's good to be back. Um, I have a lot to share today. It's a very, um, very new environment. A lot of things going on, a lot of things vying around, like a lot of energy spinning and And things happening, and a lot of things happening are not very pleasant, but they are part of the part of the landscape. So I think, in a sense, uh, when I chose the title "Beyond the Lion's Gate into the Unknown," uh, which I chose about, I think, five days ago, depending again on what are the kind of um, intuition or messages or insight I get into the show, uh, I didn't know that so much would be happening in the next few days. So the first thing I wanted to do, um, reflecting back on what happened during the last three shows, we had a, a guest, Judith Kuzel. So I would like to, cha- to, to thank Judy very much uh, from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it's been a very enlightening uh, time spending um, you know, dialogues with Judith. Um, and it went on for longer than I expected. Uh, initially, I thought it was one or two shows And especially the second one, I think the second one was very, um, I would say, very mystical because I was doing some research at the time about Rennes le Chateau and some stargates and uh, some grail crystals, you know, things opening up. There's different places on the earth uh, that are more open to energies, energy vortexes. And uh, that's the kind of research I was doing because I'm very intrigued about Rennes le Chateau, this uh, small place in the Languedoc. Uh, in the south of France, and there's a lot of things happening there, and I'm just I'm just beginning to to dig into it. I'm just beginning to spelunk, in a sense, to do spelunking. Um, this is both within and without. Um, but the discussion we had um, during the second show again was very much on target, in a sense, very much aligned with the kind of research and the kind of questions I had. Um, internally, you know, it's like, it's very magical. Sometimes you, you have questions within, you do some research and uh, you see the, you know, people come to help you guides, um, teachers, angels, you know, maybe I could say that, uh, Judith was my angel at the time, maybe she still is. 
um, but it was um, it was so unexpected, and I guess again so magical. That's what I'm saying. You know, getting back to this notion of spelunking, it, it's very important to go within and to ask the questions. I think the questions and asking the questions and pondering the questions is more important in a sense than than going. I mean, you have to take some action and go out in a sense uh, in the world and do what you have to do. But I think. Again, spending time within and, and planting and nurturing the seed, it's, it's what it's what spelunking is all about. It's it's about um, asking, you know, for I would I would say clear progress. The the, the word clear might not be uh, appropriate here, but you know, we have to ask within to to the whatever is within the master, within the God, within the the I am presence that we are. That we want to make progress depending on where we want to go. And where we want to go is both literal and, 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 and metaphorical. So I think it's um, it was a very nice experience. I think it's, um, excuse me, it's a very enlightening one. So again, I'm very grateful. And uh, the third show, so if Julie was... Um, was quite astonishing all what she shared about uh, Lemuria and Atlantis and all these, um, you know, what happened back then, uh, which explains part of what we have been feeling for the past um, thousand years. Thousand years. I mean, it's been a long time, and um, all these portals within that were closed or shut down at the time, and that we have to reawaken. And it seems like the time to reawaken our inner portals, in a sense, our, our connections to to whatever, to the divine, to the stargates. I think there's a way to do it um, from within. But again, we might use those uh, vortexes that I just mentioned all around the world um, to guide us. And that's the kind of research that Judith is doing. Uh, she has, I know she has a book out. I haven't gotten my hands on the book. But she has a book out. And uh, it's all about these different kinds of energy centers around the world. And th- there's many of them. Um, there's also apparently a lot of pyramids hidden um, all around the world and so all these things that were alive and and very active a thousand years ago I don't know if it's like maybe 20,000 years ago are coming back to the fore and it's not not by accident I think a lot of things are started to open since December 21st 2012 when there was a definite movement um, from planet Earth to, to ascend uh, and to move in by ascend, I mean to move in a different um, level of vibrations. Um, I haven't talked much about ascension, which is not, um, it's not a big topic of mine, but the way I understand it is uh, be it the Earth, the planet Earth, be it um, a collective entity or, or be it ourselves as a, as a single uh, human being, I think ascension to me is a question of raising our level of vibrations. And by that, it's, uh, it also goes hand in hand with spelunking. Spelunking and being aware of what we emit, what we share, what we send out with the world. You know, if we, sh- if we share and send out disgrace or hatred or, or, or revenge, you know, these kinds of feelings, um, these kinds of feelings shrink us in a sense. Uh, they bring us back, and it's like a, like a snail uh, retreating into its shell, and um, and then you only see the shell, which is not the most appealing part of who we are. 
when you get your head and your antennas out and you start walking and you start, you know, the metaphor is you start walking on your own path and you start um, enlightening other people's path. I think that's what our lives is all about. It's not only a question of us making progress and going within and exploring all these different inner caves. It's also about us, you know, enlightening ourselves, um, others, sorry. And, and again, we do that. We don't have to do always to do something very specific or something very tangible. Just being around and sending out energies, again, by being um, our best, in a sense, or by, being, uh, by raising our level of vibrations and, and emitting something which is, uh, which is nurturing and which is beneficial to just about anyone um, is the way we, you know, the way we enlighten the world, I think that's what happens. I mean, so that was my my little reflection on the on the first um, three shows with Judith. Um, I hope you had a chance to listen to those. Uh, anyway, they are, they are being they are recorded and they are accessible now. Just about any time when you go to the link, the link where you find uh, nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us. So. Again, what I, I want to reaffirm what I said initially is that the universe can be extremely supportive in its own ways. And, and oftentimes, um, it's coming out of the blue. You know, it's, it's ways, it could be someone, it could be some information that you were seeking and it's coming out in your mailbox, you know, in your email mailbox, totally unexpected. And it's just the very thing that you, that you need to make progress. And um, it's very, you know, the way that when it works, uh, when, when life works this way, I think it's very beautiful. But again, I think it's very, it's a very, I would like to use the word conscious. Conscious, it's like it's a very determined process. Again, we have to ask the questions. We have to, um, to go within and ask the universe or ask the godmother, the godfather, you know, about making progress in our lives and, um, and see what happens. And, um, and yeah, there's armies of angels coming to our rescue, in a sense. I've been sending messages about, um, channeled by Kathleen Kingdom, uh, different messages by the angels, um, Michael, Uriel, I don't know the other two. But um, these people are there to help us and to guide us on our path. And at least in my case, I can't really sense their influence. I can't, you know, I'm not in a position with my foresight to be able to sense that. But obviously, you know, I can see the progress I'm making in my life, uh, especially since the beginning of the year. It's been it's been astonishing the amount of reconnection I was able to do with people that share my life. Way back then, it's been just. Um, just amazing and and again when i start digging into one area i can see the hole getting bigger and that's what i want and uh it's getting bigger because of what i do what i the, the amount of energy the seeking energy the loving energy that i put into the hole but also what comes from other people it's like there's rivers coming into the hole and helping us helping me uh build you know what needs to be built uh, maybe a dam, I don't know. I mean, it, it varies from situation to situation, but um, it's, um, 
it's a very exciting process. Um, and I can really tell that my life has sped it up uh, quite a bit since the beginning of the year. And it's, um, I will get to that in more details about my and now for the past three weeks. But um, I find it just, just amazing the kind of doors, you know, be they, be they physical doors or, or mystical slash spiritual doors that open up. Uh, again, it could be a new relationship. It could be someone that will lead us exactly where we need to go or will us, will us give us the information we need. Or it could be a place within um, that was, you know, totally unknown to us. And that's why the, the metaphor of the spelunking to me works well because you go into a cave, it's pretty dark. And then you... Um, you try to look around, try to make sense of the environment. You know, it's very dark, so you have maybe your little light on, on top of your helmet. Again, picture this analogy of, of the spelunker going into the cave. And so you explore what goes on. It's, it's, it's a new environment to you. And, um, and, you know, you touch to the right up there, down there, you know, every sense of the of the environment and then you start making sense of what is happening to you. It's like a new experience when you have access to a new, I wouldn't say a new type of information, but possibly a new way of communicating when you're within, you know. Uh, something that comes to me is obviously using our intuition on, on a more regular basis. And I've had instances in the past week or so, or two weeks, of getting messages um, when I was meditating and um, one message was about the code, 239, 239. And I, I, initially, I couldn't make sense of it. And um, what I remember is that I was in the middle of a, at that time, three-hour meditation, something late in the evening up until, and I decided to, to, to meditate until 239 in the morning because I wanted to find out what this 239 was all about. And this is what about, it's about a place. It was about a, a physical place um, that has some meaning for me and, and for us as a family. And it's, um, you know, this kind of information when it comes to you, it's good for us, obviously. But you have to realize that it's coming from a different place, from a more intuitive place, from a, for a place that needs exploration. When I got that message about 239, when I started my meditation that night, I think it was two weeks ago, you know, it was very subtle, but at the same time, very clear. I could tell that this 239 was coming from a different place. It wasn't a message. I was already, you know, trying to meditate. So I wasn't on the net. I wasn't talking to my family. And so um, there was something else at work, a different a parallel channel, if, if, if you will. And, and a spiritual one that uh, talks to me from time to time. And, and, I, and I took this, this information very seriously. And, and I had explored in and around it to see what it meant. And eventually when I got to 2.39 in the morning, it was um, early that Monday morning, um, I got some sort of an answer in relation to the kind of research and thing we've, we've been doing the day before. Uh, we were searching for a place to live. And so um, I find it very, you know, very intriguing the way 
the subtle way this this whole thing works. I don't know how to define it. I don't need to define it. You, I'm sure you understand what I mean. Sometimes you have insight or hunches, things that come to you, you can't tell where they're coming from. And they're coming from a, that has happened to me, not a lot, but I mean, uh, quite a few times. And I know they're coming from a different part of myself. And um, what is that different part of myself? Uh, I don't know. It's it's called intuition, but where is it coming from? You know, I'm not trying to locate intuition in the mind or somewhere else. I think it's it's coming from a bigger part of myself. Uh, but I think it's coming from a very trusting um, part of myself, a trustworthy part of myself, especially because I think it bypasses the mind. So it's, it's a direct connection to soul. That's what I have to say. It's a direct connection to my higher self. And it's this entity above me, which is part of me, guiding me on the path. And um, that's what the spelunking allows us to um, access. And it's um, when we can do that, it's really, a, it's really a gift. I cannot do that on a regular basis. You know, there's time when I sit down and then nothing comes. And that's fine. And, you know, all things considered, something may be coming, but I'm not aware of it. But, you know, I may receive some downloads of whatever, energy, information, you know, things I'm not, again, conscious of. But um, I know there's there's assistance, there, there's, there's nurturing, and there's um, companionship on the path from so many kinds of uh, entities. And again, to end this segment, I think what is key is to put your will into it, to put your determination into the path and to put your determination into the spelunking, into the search, into the saying, you know, I'm here for a reason. What is that reason? Ask the universe. Ask the universe and then, um, and then see what happens. So thank you very much. I will uh, speak with you in, uh, in a few minutes. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. Inside Out is the voice of the inner revolution. Join host Beth Green and co-host James Maynard for a weekly program empowering humanity to change. We heal traumas getting in our way, see ourselves more clearly, overthrow stale and destructive personal and social traditions, explore a new liberating spirituality, meet guests who are challenging old ways, and join up with others who are changing themselves and our world. Listen for Inside Out. Live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. You are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Jill Asselin. 
To reach the program, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program. Hello again, this is Jill. Nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us. Um, I think I covered um, a bit of ground, a bit of uh, reassessing, in a sense, this, this spelunking thing in the first segment. And... Um, and sharing with you how come our information comes from different source and the spin the spiritual the inner source being uh being in a sense the golden one the one that leads us uh within and and leads us to hopefully or if need be more questioning so what I wanted to share today with you uh in relation to um to the topic to the the theme of today which is um Beyond the Lion's Gate into the unknown. Um, you know, we just um, came out of the Lion Gate's um, energies. I think they were running from either July 26th or July 28th until August 12th. And um, August 12th is when these energies, um, the gate closed. And that happens every year. And apparently the most meaningful day was August 8th. And it was especially meaningful um, this year because it was like a triple eight August, which is the month um, eighth month of the year, the day August eighth, and then 2015. If you reduce the number by adding all the numbers within 2015, one plus two plus or two plus one plus five equals eight. So we have a triple eight, and. Um, Eight being you know, the symbol of um, infinity, the symbol of um, again the opening, the opening into um, into a different dimension. That's the way I look at it. So this one, a very this was a very meaningful time, um, and I could sense because of what was happening to to me and to us as a family, I could sense a lot of energies vying with each other, uh, very challenging. I will get into some details, but uh, very um, unsettling. And um, my my rational mind will try to do, you know, try to put two and two together and say, you know, this was because the the energies, the line gates energies were, were running. And that's why it was so powerful and, and so meaningful in one hand, but also so so challenging. And then I thought, maybe I will get a, a break after August 12th. And I will be moving into um, a, different, uh, a different period of time. And uh, for two, at least two days, um, this was, uh, it felt a bit more quiet. Uh, two or three days. But then yesterday, again, the energy was... I don't know, I call it extraordinary. I mean, there was so much energy and so much challenging energy um, within and around me. I mean, it's been um, it's been amazing and it continued this morning. I mean, 45 minutes before I started the show, 
I, I was talking to our future landlord. We moved to the west coast of the U.S. about three weeks ago uh, to the Seattle area, looking for a place. I mentioned that with my 239 uh, code, um, receiving the 239 code. And, um, and this morning, it's a small thing, but it shows that, you know, it goes all up and down and, and it turns things around and you never know what to expect. I mean, uh, the landlord told us that there would be a delay in, in getting into the apartment because there's work to be done with the floor, the kitchen floor. And it's something which was totally unexpected and which means we're going to stay in the hotel for one more week. And uh, it's fine. You know, it's not a, when I think of it, it's not a big deal, but it will create, um, again, a, a funnel or maybe a crucible for more energies and more tension to happen because it's not always a pleasant situation. Uh, we've been here quite a bit of time already, three weeks, and it's going to be a fourth week. And um, I found it very interesting and almost mystical because the landlord said, you know, we last weekend when we looked at the at the place, <clears throat> we noticed there was some problem with the kitchen floor. And I th- thought to myself, did we notice any problem? I don't think so. Did we mention anything? I don't think so. And it's to me, it's something what I read his message uh, this morning. It's something that just came out of the blue. And, you know, I keep, I keep wondering, you know, what is this path all about? It is about obstacles. And I think it's about, it's about obstacles and bridging or crossing those obstacles with grace. With grace and, and, and especially gratitude. Um, the only comment I had this morning, a comment, you know, it's a, the, really the way I want to put it. But the only comment I had this morning was, thank you. You know, thank you for what is happening. Because, you know, in many ways we are being protected. In many ways we have a place to stay. I mean, no one is kicking us out. Uh, in many ways, you know, we are safe, safe and secure around here. And yet... You know, there's a delay, about six days a week, we don't know. But, um, so, so, you know, it's, I would say that it's mind-boggling because it's mind-boggling to the mind, but it's not mind-boggling, it's not soul-boggling in a sense. It's, it's not intuition-boggling. Um, I could see the universe at play. I could see the universe, you know, sending me a smile, and possibly saying, you know, Gilles, you need this in your life. It's going to help you grow. It's going to help you, you know, harvest or nurture more gratitude for your life and for the people around you. And um, I was talking to a friend last night and um, he was saying, you know, the kind of things I'm going through is like a series of little deaths. And uh and I was a bit perplexed by that. I mean, a series of little deaths. I can see that it's a question of, of the ego dying. Yes, it's ego death in a sense that the ego gets deflated along the way. There's less ego and less ego because the ego is getting a... I wouldn't say the ego is getting a beating, but you know, every time that something happens, that these energies are in full force, it forces me to go within and to look for 
what I was mentioning in the first segment, a way to raise my vibration and to react you know, positively or to react with grace and gratitude to what is happening. Again, be it a, a simple, a small thing like a one-week delay in getting into an apartment. Um, again, which is a minor thing, but the way it happened and the timing of this happening 45 minutes before this show is just... You know, it's it's out of this world, and yet it is of this world. So, so what I'm saying is, the more we, lo- we walk along the path, the more we get a sense of what is at work. And be, be it a small death or a big death, um, it doesn't really matter. I think to me, it's a question of meaning and what it means to us. And and um, the sense we can get out of it. And this is a kind of, of sense of sensing that each of us can do in our own way, in our own way, because each people's path is different. There's 7.2, 7.3 billion people on earth. And there's about 7.3 billion paths. What I'm saying is, and I'm sharing my own experience, the more we walk on the path the more we seek you know, to accomplish our mission, which is really my goal, I think we get, the more we get a sense of what's going on and why it is happening. I think the why, the why is always, I'll always, is always, always been a big question for me, you know, why, what is at work and why? And where is it leading me? And again, through this experience for the past three weeks, um, Again, the energies have been running constantly high, constantly challenging. It's like I'm being grilled, in a sense, on a regular basis. And uh, I'm not burned yet, so it's good. <laughs> but it's, it's been so interesting. And there, you know, there's constant uh, training, in a sense, constant, like what my friend was saying, you know, uh, a little death, in a sense, happening, a little more, a little more, Sorry, a little more ego falling off, a little more whatever low vibration disappearing and hopefully being replaced by something more, more whole, more loving, more, more caring. And we need this kind of thing in our lives, I think, to make progress, whatever the challenges, whatever the obstacles. I mean, I, I do not wish anyone, for, you know, to... To face major obstacles, but um, that's the way life is. That's the way life works. And so again, I'm uh, I'm trying to again muster as much gratitude, as much grace as possible. And it's not always um, easy. I have to admit that. I was thinking also about the qualities the other day that we need on the path, and I think I. I mentioned that to you, but um, I see the value of courage, definitely. The value of patience. The value of persistence. And another one I would like to add also the value of resilience. You know, whatever happens, we keep going. We may experience setbacks. That's, That's a very interesting work to me in English. Setbacks, something that sets you back. I don't think there's such an expression in French. At least it doesn't come to mind. 
But still, I think we don't lose we don't lose sight of the bigger picture. We may be, you know, being set back a little in our lives on a, on a material, on a physical um, point. But what really matters is the the aim, in a sense, where we are going. I think this really what um, defines us. And um, and I agree, it's not it's not easy. Um, I'm thinking about some more examples I could give you. But um, again, this experience of looking for a place for the for the past three weeks um, has been from a physical or from a practical point of view very challenging. And again, the energies added to that. Uh, we also have to look for a school for our son. School starts in about two weeks. Uh, either September 1st or September 2nd, so about two weeks, a little more than two weeks, two weeks, yes, and uh, less than two weeks. And, um, you know, where do we go? There's different options. Um, and again, there's pros and cons with lots of them. So we're dealing with a very important issue. And um, yes, that's the way life is, so... So I was looking at my I'm looking at my notes now like when I prepare when um when I do the show and um uh, one of the headings I have is what has changed in my life in the past 4 weeks you know geographically I talked about it a little bit geographically physically and most importantly spiritually and um a lot of Again, geographical change. We moved from the east coast of the U.S. to the west coast of the U.S. We drove, so it took us about six days to get here. In retrospect, it was a fairly easy move or easy drive. And we stopped for about a day in um, Yellowstone National Park, which I think was a mistake because it was very crowded. And yet, we saw one bear, so there was... um, I'm having a diversion here, but um, we saw one bear in um, Yellowstone National Park, and there was such a big um, traffic jam because of that. Close to an intersection, nothing was moving. And after 15, 20 minutes, when we got to the woods, in a sense, by the road, you could see the bear, you could see the rangers also saying, you know, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop, keep moving. And we saw the bear, and it was about, I don't know how many, 50 meters from us. Uh, I don't know how many feet that is. But um, it was happy going, you know. Um, Fortunately, it was facing us and walking. And so we were able to take some good pictures. But um, that was a day in the park. We stayed in a place called uh, in Montana called Big Sky. Uh, It's a ski resort as well in the winter. It was very pleasant to be there and to enjoy uh, at least a day of vacation. And um, lots of driving altogether. So I will will see you soon after the break. And I will be talking a bit more. Now I've been talking about the geographical and the physical change. I would like to say a bit more about... um, 
about the spiritual change. I think I've talked about that a bit in terms of the energies, but in terms of the way I see my my mission and my life progressing, but I would like to to add a bit more to that. So thank you very much. The Seventh Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. Are you ready to shift into higher consciousness? Are you ready for contact with beings from higher dimensions? Ancient and new spiritual technologies will help you take that evolutionary step. Find out more about this powerful shift when you tune in to Conscious Evolution Radio with Ann Gelsheimer. Let's help humanity evolve, bringing in the best possibilities and ideas that our world needs right now. Conscious Evolution Radio can be heard live every Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality. Following her near-death experience, world-renowned author and spiritual medium Sheila Gillette became the direct voice channel for Theo, a consortium of 12 archangels. Through this unique channel, Sheila and co-host Marcus Gillette present you with an opportunity to speak directly with Theo live on air on any topic you wish to discuss, including receiving authentic messages from deceased loved ones and angelic guides. Get the answer you need by tuning in to Ask Theo Live, channels to a new reality, Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on 7th Wave Network. This is the 7th Wave Channel on the Voice America Network. are listening to Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us with Jeel Asselin. To reach the program, call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You may also send an email to seeking at nurturingthegift.org. Now, back to the program. Hello again, this is Jill. Nurturing the spiritual spelunker in all of us. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for being here. It's um, It feels almost like the end of summer. Um, I think culturally speaking in the, in the U.S., that's what I've been feeling, that uh, summer lasts from Memorial Day till uh, Labor Day. So Labor Day is the first Monday of September which this year is late. It's going to be September 7th. But it feels, it feels like when we get to that point um, with the kids going back to school, it almost feels like the end of summer. And it's not so much the, the autumn uh, solstice on uh, September 20th or 21st that marks the summer. So there's, you know, it's part of the, of the culture. I... Didn't feel that way when I was living in France. Uh, back to school also is very important, obviously. But um, different patterns, you know, different patterns of living, different patterns of um, of being, in a sense. And obviously, we are we are being influenced by all those uh, patterns and and what I call the molding, uh, the way we are being conditioned. 
um, by our environment, by our, our families, our um, institutions, you know, school being a, a big institution, the way, we, the way we function has a lot to do with the way our brain works. And the way our brain works has a lot to do with, you know, the schooling we get into. And um, the kind of feedback we get into, I guess, it's, it's, to me, there's a lot more positive feedback in the U.S., especially going towards a child than there is in Europe. And uh, it's something which is very, I think, very enjoyable. Uh, at the same time, you know, I think it's important to keep some balance because sometimes there's either too much positive feedback or the feedback itself is too positive. It's just out of the norm. And it's like it's better than perfection. And so, you know, it, it's it's not easy to find balance in life. And I think it's, I was mentioning the qualities of um, courage, persistence, uh, resilience, and I'm missing one, patience. But I think in life also it's very important to, to find balance. And balance in... Um, Balance in the way we are, in the way we feel, in the way we react. I've been thinking lately about two of my friends. <clears throat> These are virtual friends. Um, one of them I met. But that were involved in a relationship with a man. So this are both women. And uh, it didn't work very well for whatever reason. I don't know the whole story. The point is not... This is not the point I want to make. Um, in relation to balance, in relation to foresight, I think I've been mentioning in the beginning of the shows um, in February and March, and I, I'm saying this now because I think it fits in with what I want to say, and I think it's a very important point. You know, this notion of walking out and walking in, which I've, you know, Margaret Whitley, I think, is a person who, she's based in Utah, she works at the Burkina Institute, and she's a person who was writing a book, was writing a book um, about this notion of walking out and walking in. In a sense, when something is not working in your life, when something is detrimental to us, you know, why is it that we want to stay in that relationship, in that locale, in that situation? You know, part of us is seeing what happens part of us or maybe a great deal of us is, is feeling miserable because of the other, because of our work our colleagues. It could be a school, you know, it could be our children being in a school that doesn't support their, their growth and development. And yet, you know, there's a part of us that, that trembles, that is in fear that doesn't want to take action in a sense, when it's obvious that what we have to do is to get out of that relationship. And um, with these two people, these two women friends I had in mind, the first one was in a relationship that obviously wasn't working. Uh, it was clear to her. And yet she stayed on. And it was as well a, a long-distance relationship. And eventually the you know, the relationship ended. So my question then was, why is it that we, the wise part of us, you know, can tell it's not the right, the right relationship, the right thing, the right environment. 
And yet, and yet we dwell, yet we stay. And our situation gets worse, usually, you know, because I think the universe there, you know, I'm talking about balance, I'm talking also about wisdom. The universe does everything it can to tell us that this is not the right person, this is not the right situation. This is not where we are supposed to be. I think there's a sense when the energies aside, because they've been running very high for me, so, you know, the energies aside, you have a sense usually when it is the right place for you or when it's not. And yet, you know, if it's not the right place, why is it that we don't want to move out of that place? And I think it's... um, I have a few, I know, a few explanations that may not work for everyone in every situation. I'm not going to share them now. It's much more a question for you to ponder if you want to, if you're open to it, and if it makes sense to you. Why is it that in some situations we go against um, the flow of the universe? We don't want to hear, or we hear the message of the universe, and in the first, the first relation, the first person I'm talking to, it was very clear to the person that this wasn't going to work. And yet, she stayed on for, I don't know how long, but she stayed on. And obviously, the longer we stay in the wrong place, the more difficult and the more painful it is to get out. And usually when you get out, it tends to be very, there's a break, that's abrupt. The breakup. And um, and then pain. Pain overshadows everything. So, you know, this is just a question out to the universe, out for you, the audience. Uh, the word courage, you know, comes to mind. Courage is very important on the path, and, and it, it can manifest in very different um, in very different ways. Um, but um so please please nurture as much courage as much wisdom as much persistence as much resilience as you can it will make your journey i wouldn't say enjoyable but enjoyment to me is not the key thing the key thing is really meaning you know if it makes sense if you can see for all the fogs Again, all, all the, the challenges and the obstacle. And sometimes, again, to get back to that notion of, of wrong place, sometimes you have to see the obstacles for what they are. They are obstacles on your path that you need to go through. And sometimes it's just the wrong place, the wrong person, the wrong environment, something which is not supportive. And what it takes is, you know, it takes discernment, the ability to discern what it is. But I think it's a, it's a it's a characteristic. It's it's an attribute that comes with with experience walking on the path. But it's something we need to nurture. You know, this ability to to discern and to see for ourselves. You know, what is wrong, what is not so wrong, and what is really nurturing. And so that leads me to talk about. Um, Again, what has changed in, in my life, in our life, in the past four weeks? 
because a lot has changed, a lot of a lot of things have changed. I mean, geographically, physically, the place where we live now in a hotel, which is only temporary, but it is the way it is. But I think most importantly, what I was saying in um, at the end of the second segment, spiritually speaking, it's not like there was a huge shift in in um, in me and how I feel and how I um, go about life by moving from one coast to the other. But but I think there's a, and I've been hearing this from many different people, um, there's some people who specialized in um, what you could call relocation astrology. Um, there's another term for that. It's called a Vedic, V-E-D-I-C, astrologer. And they can tell you about the energies that are supporting, you know, one locale for you based also on your chart, based on the day you were born. And I've heard at least from, as I said, from three or four people that the energies on the west coast of the U.S., or at least from Colorado west westward, uh, tend to be more, how do I put it, not so... In relation to what I was feeling in New Jersey, not so stale, there's more going on um, in this kind of um, environment. And it's possible, given the geography and history of the U.S., it's possible that it's because of this pioneer spirit and people who, you know, came here two or three hundred years ago with their wagons uh, opened up a path. I think they opened up a path, uh, physically speaking, obviously. They had to go through the forests and whatever obstacles they faced. But I believe they also opened up uh, a spiritual path. I don't know where that path was going because it stopped in the U.S. on the West Coast, you know, California, Oregon, and, and Washington. But there's something about it. It's hard for me to define it. But um, it's something that is, I would say, uplifting. Uplifting is a word. Um, I was talking to my energy coach the other day, and he was talking to me, and he said, it's obvious that you're breathing much better here. And New Jersey, at least, depends on where you live, but around Linden, um, about 10, 20 miles from south of Newark is a very polluted area. There's a lot of refineries. I think fortunately where we live uh, between Princeton and Trenton is a much less polluted uh, area. Lots of greens, lots of trees, lots of um, lakes and parks. But um, I think the environment here also is more, at least in Washington State, it rains quite a bit. And the rain is a very supportive element. You know, it it... It supports nature. It supports the, the revival and the growth and the death of, of nature. So I think it's, it's very good to live along, along, along this cycle of, 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 of rain, of weather, which is much less, um, much less humid and not, not as hot. I know that in the, west, the East Coast at the moment also is going for a heat wave. And so... It's a thing, something coming up all together that, that, that the energies that I've been feeling um, since we arrived uh, have been, uh, I wouldn't say more supportive, but more, more, yes, more uplifting. It's kind of hard to define it exactly. And um, I haven't been here long enough to, 
to tell you, but I will tell you in the future what goes on. But it seems, uh, to use a metaphor and to end uh, today's show, that's like, I think that I'm in the process of opening up a new door, a new portal to what needs to happen in my life. I think that's what, that's what I wrote in the description for the show today. It's like something wants to move in, something wants to come in, something which is new, something which is uh, part of the future. So I think my goal here is to call the future in, in a sense. Not so much to live in the future and forget about the presence, the present, sorry. But um, to call it in and to honor um, what will be. Because I think it's been calling me to be and to come for a long time. Possibly ever since I moved to New Jersey 21 years ago. So it looks like... uh, I'm moving up and moving on to a new stage of my life, and I will be happy to keep you abreast of what goes on. Thank you very much again for listening to today's show. I wish you a very very pleasant and fulfilling week, and I will see you next week. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you for joining us on Nurturing the Spiritual Spelunker in All of Us. Your personal journey, assisted by your guide and companion, Giel Asselin, will continue next Thursday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Be sure to tune in again. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.